1: cheaters and welcome to the always cheating fantasy premier league podcast my name is josh and i'm here with a special guest today some of you may recognize him he was on the podcast last year welcome
2: dave wagner Lodell.
1: you I nailed am. it nailed excellent excellent
2: <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me um appreciate it and thanks everyone for the the kind words last time and uh it's a pleasure to be on it's like you know you guys are uh, i feel like getting really popular blowing up. So I feel like I'm sort of hanging on your coattails a bit, but happy to be on
1: just right that star, right? Like right <laughs> in that comment. So game week two is uh, it's 90% in the books uh, for for uh, just kind of scheduling purposes. We're recording before the uh, the Man City Everton match. Uh, but I think we've got uh, plenty to talk about. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Harry Kane. We're going to talk a little bit about Manchester United. Um, and uh, and lots more. Uh, but first, how was your game week so far? How are things looking for you, Dave?
2: Terrible, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Um, no, I've, I'm have i lucky we're recording this a few hours afterwards because I was really kind of uh, steaming and not so happy this morning. But no, overall, my team's okay. I have uh, 115 points. I have De Bruyne going tonight. So, you know, I'm still under a million. So... No need to panic i'm i'm fine um but this week i have De Gea clean sheet i have lukaku captain and then all blanks so it's you know it's, not it's, ideal at <laughs> the goal you got you got a captain goal which always and you had a pretty good game week one yeah remember. so i had 85 game week one i was riding super high um no transfers needed no zaha so i was feeling feeling pretty puffed up and and uh <laughs> feeling 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 good about myself and then you know Mm -hmm. as FPL will do um game week two happens and um and yeah but
1: (laughs) yeah there was a comment from from Chris Howell on our Facebook page that I thought really summed up how a lot of us are feeling today which is uh he said uh game week one FPL is awesome and so much fun game week two FPL is stupid, and I hate it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it pretty much <laughs> nailed yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I, I have a sim- I, So I have a, I have a slightly better game week uh, so far. I'm I'm on 40 points right now. Um, I was, you know, a similar team to you in a lot of ways, but I was I have Hagazi and I have Christian Eriksen. So Hagazi uh, is the player who keeps on giving. I actually went four at the back this game week, and uh, he really saved me because I I get one from Bertrand and two from Ben Mee. Uh, and that Ben Me Clean shoot, I thought was like just an absolute sure thing. I was, mm-hmm. I was really thought I was going to get that one. And near uh, goal too, right? Yeah, exactly near goal in the first half, right before halftime. Uh, and then I have I have Christian Erickson too, uh, and that that one really came through. Thank you, Bachwai. Uh, Bachwai <laughs> really saved my game week because it was it was kind of an unexpected seven points from Erickson. I mean, he he was he looked great, but there was a moment I think. Seventy or seventy-five minutes into that Spurs game today, where I thought there is just no Spurs are not going to score today. Just Chelsea have have gotten their heads; they're going to shut them down. It's not going to happen.
2: Yep, yeah, that was a that was a tough. I'm a Spurs supporter, um and it was a tough one. I was pretty bummed out, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. that second that second Alonzo goal was 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 pretty criminal on Spurs part. Yeah, that was. I mean, he's, he deserves it. He's good, but I mean, the Spurs, I feel like we're the better team, just unlucky. But then at a certain point, you know, you get the, what is luck versus what is, you know, mental skill and, you know, finishing yeah. the job. So
1: yeah, it, tough game. It, you know, it's interesting. I mean, going, you know, after, we're going to talk more about Spurs and, uh, and the kind of in-depth section of the podcast. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm starting to wonder now. I mean, it's it's funny, you know, between Kane and Erickson, uh, I'm starting to feel like, Erickson might be the one player who's essential on that team uh, from an FPL standpoint. I mean, mm-hmm. he is, he's involved in everything. You know, he's in every free kick. He, his, you know, his goal attempts are, are, are already up, you know, for two weeks of the season. Um, all, could have actually scored today. He had a really nice uh, kind of give and go with, with Kane. Uh, I That's think it was right. maybe early in the second half. Um, so, I mean, what do, you, what do you think about Erickson right now?
2: Yeah, I mean, well, the other thing, I mean, as we all know, is he's just a streaky player. And yeah. if he's on a hot streak, you, you ride it. <laughs> um, so maybe, he, I mean, if he's like this all season, then he's a keeper. But um, yeah, I agree. He's, he's he's just ripping it up. I mean, Kane just, yeah, Let we'll talk about him later. But yeah, Erickson looks great.
1: Yeah, Ericsson looks great. Uh, Kane, uh, not so much. Uh, just I'm going to run through and look at the rest of my team here. I've got, so I, I had Lukaku as well. Um, so, you know, you can't complain when you get a goal, right? I felt like... Six points doubled. I I wanted more, but I can't complain that much, especially given the way that game went. I was think I was I was staring down the barrel of a two pointer, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, so you have to. I mean, do you agree? I mean, he's not going to score every game week. Yeah, so I'll I mean,
2: one of the ago. points I always hammer is the most undervalued, under talked about point in this game is captain. I mean, we do talk about it and we do polls, and but in terms of like selection and transfers, like captain is huge I mean it's like you're doubling yeah. your points every week on a yeah. guy it's like you better and I tried this year when I was drafting even before game week one like all right who's my captain the first four weeks like yeah think about it it's it's because it's such a huge part of the game so no I'm no, I'm happy with that uh especially Lukaku's well, this, is a, this,
1: is a, this is a big question then because um I mean let's talk about this for a little bit more uh is your philosophy on a captain that you you want to captain the the most highly owned player? Is it just that? Is it just straight up whoever you think is going to get the most points? I mean, I know it's
2: no, any of these it's factors sometimes it's overlap safer for me. It's safer for me. I mean, it's it's uh, we were my friend and I were joking about FPL last night. It's not a game that you know rewards like intelligence. It punishes ignorance. You know, it's yeah, like, <laughs> it's really, it's interesting. Yeah. So it's it's I typically play conservative on the captain's side. And that's something, you know, we've, uh, 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 it's not so much a secret. <laughs> I think a lot of people yeah. do for a good reason because you just will get completely hammered if you if you just go rogue, especially early. So, I mean, I thought I was, and <laughs> we'll talk about this, but I was pretty convinced that Sala would get the most points. But I was like, you know what? You know, I'm not going to, there's no point in risking it. I was just Lukaku, you know, so. Right. You keep yeah. Sala in
1: your squad and then just. In, in, exactly. Then have to look yeah. Exactly. I, my, my feeling about captains is that people tend to get in their head a little bit about captains. Um, and I've, I've been guilty of this myself. You know, you, f- you forget that the reason a player is being captained. I mean, like, it's, it's like, you, sometimes I start to think about it just in terms of their ownership, you know? And it's, it's like, I, it's like, I forget that they're captaining this player because they're, you know, one of the five most talented, you know, typically whoever the most captain players is the best striker in the league, right? Or mm-hmm. it's, Eight top two or three record in the league, those players, the players who are going to score the most points. Therefore they're the ones you want to captain. Like it's, people get so caught up with this idea of, of differential captains, you know, like a captain who has this low ownership and that's how you're going to shoot up. But, but yeah, like you said, it's, if if you don't play defensive with your captain more times than not, it's going to, you're just going to keep falling. You know, it's just so
2: hard to, to pick the right differential. Yeah. It's just easier to stick. I mean, probably would have been better if it captain Aguero every single week last year. I don't know. I haven't run the numbers, but it's...
1: yeah. The, the, weeks when he wasn't suspended. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah exactly.
1: He only ended up playing about eight games last year because of his, his many elbows. <laughs> uh, so are you planning the captain Kane in game week three? I mean, you know, well, that's, that's
2: yeah. the, that's the big
1: question, right?
2: <laughs> I mean, he, I mean that this was the game. I mean, this is why I have Kane this and you know, we're stepping over the top again, but you know, this is why you have Spurs Burnley at home. It, I mean, the, they've won. What they said today, they won one game away from Turf Moore last year, all last year. I mean, right. it, it, this ha- I mean, Kane has to come good in this one, you yeah. would figure. Yeah. But was it Lukaku's away at Stoke? I think, and that's fairly decent. Or is oh, no, Leicester? No, and Lukaku's no. actually home to Leicester in game week. Three. Okay, okay, my fault. Um yeah. Leicester shipped four
1: goals to, you know, four yeah. goals to Arsenal away in game week one.
2: So. It's, yeah, it's going to be very
1: hard not to captain Lukaku, but... Yeah,
2: I think that's yeah. going to be the move, but... Uh, yeah, this is another one where captain Lukaku, even though I think Kane will probably score. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, the, I guess the odds are they're both going
1: to score, so it doesn't, you know, it might, it might end up being kind of a wash anyway. There you go. Uh, just like just that. to finish finish talking about my team quickly, I I, so I, I I only have Firmino, that's that's my only Liverpool coverage, so disappointing two points from him. I, I didn't find him super active in that game. Mm. Um, Can I go
2: on yeah. a mini Liverpool rent really Yeah, let's, let, let's, let's hear it. Just a, just a quick tip. Um, so, I actually watched this game in the uh, Boston Liverpool bar. Um, that was my first mistake. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, when I, I saw it, in hindsight, it makes perfect sense now from Klopp, right? So, you have Crystal Palace, then you have Champions League, um, and then you have Arsenal in, in the span of a week, and they're all home games. So, of course, right. you would go with your sort of B-plus team to get the job done against Palace. So, I get the selection in hindsight. I didn't even think of it. but Yeah. And, yeah. But he really, really screwed me, or us, because the Firmino owners, because then Firmino's on the wing, just was completely, like, that's just not where he's great, as we know.
0: Yep. They yep. just look exactly. so
2: sluggish and... I mean, like Milner was like heavily involved, and it's just like really. So I mean, just waiting. And when Salah came on, I'm like, he's gonna score. I mean, no doubt. And he made stuff happen, and you know, it, yeah, they got the
1: result. I felt very lucky for that Salah didn't play in this match. Not not having him in my team, and not really having a clear way to bring him in right now. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and honestly, I guess if I'm making a move, and we'll talk about transfers later. But if I if I you know I've I've got two transfers right now. It's be very hard for me not to, to pull the trigger on uh, on a Pogba or a Mkhitaryan move. Uh, you know, in the next couple of days. that's
2: my problem too. But I will say, so I was mad about the Liverpool thing. So I was reading an article about their tactics and they were really talking about Robertson um, and how well he did. And he's a 4.9 defender. I mean, Liverpool defender, you know, not.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's amazing. He already fell a 10th. That's, that's so fast.
2: Yeah. So he plays 4.9. I mean, really active crossing. So I don't know if you, if, if, they get their act together with defense which is probably never could be a bargain right so just throwing yeah out
1: there. yeah and it sounds like uh, lana is now maybe out till december so milner may may stay in that midfield for a while longer yeah and they
2: have to pick up someone after coutinho leaves so yeah see what right. I,
1: I still don't think it's going to happen although at this point it really probably should happen right 115 million or whatever it is it's so much money <laughs> uh <laughs> i mean if it was just if it was I feel like fifty million. It's like you know Arsenal is looking at fifty million for Sanchez. That to me isn't worth making the move because you know if they get into the Champions League next year, that's fifty million right there. And if they don't have Sanchez, they probably can't make the Champions League. So <laughs> that's
2: <a> great point.
1: <laughs> so why I don't know why would why they get rid of him. Uh, I mean, I guess it's risky because they, they they still might not do it, but. Um, yeah but I mean a hundred million for I mean you can buy so many players with that much money right that's like I think someone would said that's that's like Julian Draxler and um and Virgil Van Dyke with like 20 million to spare yeah
2: and that's exactly what they need so it's yeah exactly of like,
1: yeah. yeah um all that right so sports let's,
2: group killing it
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I forgot to mention this at the top of the pod but I I had the good fortune to to actually watch some games at the football factory which is this uh, there's a bar called legends in new york it's on 33rd street it's like right it's right by the empire state building it's uh not 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 a part of town i would typically want to be in a saturday morning i like cushy brooklyn where i live i've heard a walk to my uh my my local black horse tavern soccer bar but how long does it take uh, you to get there uh to midtown yeah. about 40 minutes mm-hmm. i'd say it did involve a cab halfway this oh, morning okay. that's right. uh, saturday because the, the trains are kind of screwy but uh, I met up with uh, with Luke Thunberg, who is a longtime uh, guy we've been talking with on Twitter since the the actually the the, the first episode or two of the podcast, um, and uh, an FPL stag who um, wrote some of the absolute best preview articles um, uh, leading up to the season. Some really insightful stuff. He writes stuff for uh, for Roto Wire and a um, uh, Roto World. Ah, Roto World. Sorry. Yeah, I think it's sort of world. Sorry, Stag, uh, but he writes for Roto something, and uh, if you go to FPL Stag, you can figure that out. Uh, that was that was some bad free
2: free promo for him. Uh, no, Roto he's... World is good. I'll get, when I was playing NBA fantasy, Deep Cut, mm-hmm. they were the best site yep. like, for for NBA. So I think their soccer football will uh, will, will benefit from from your work. His, his stuff is great. They're, they're
1: two really nice guys. And he, he had never really had the American soccer bar experience, you know, getting to a bar at 730 in the morning, watching games. Uh, and so we had a lot of fun. It was, you know, when the 10 o'clock game started, we were just jumping around from game to game. And there was a massive Leicester contingent there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was a game that none of us really cared about. And so we were sort of peeking over and checking that out from time to time. But I, I want
2: Leicester to be good.
1: You mm-hmm. know, just as a, as a non-FPL aside, it's, it's no fun if they're
2: bad. It, it's fun. I, mean, I i saw their I saw their kit in a bargain bin in the mall today, and it was, it was kind of a bummer it's kind of a bummer <laughs> uh hail cheater super league
1: uh very quickly because obviously we've got uh, we've got another match tomorrow. I actually have two players in tomorrow's match i've got uh k d b and I have uh danilo uh so I'm hoping for some it's probably danilo's last game for me too because I'm a little worried about him starting long term so uh, do you have you have KDB
2: right, Dave? Yeah, I have KDB. So hoping, you know, hoping for a double digit haul tonight. I, I enjoyed the um, when you have the the send off game. You like Danilo, you know. It's it gets very sentimental for me. It's like oh, it's just the, oh. you know, do your best, run it out, you know, leave it all in the field, and it's <laughs> true. Then you're gone. I, I already got one clean sheet from him, so I feel like I I gambled and won. I mean, I feel
1: the same way about Hagazi. I mean, at this point, I picked up twenty three points from two matches from <laughs> Higazi. Like even if even if he doesn't start the next four matches, I am I've, I've got my money back. Uh, so I've got my I've got my value. So anyway, H- heel shooter super league through uh, through ninety percent of the games, um, and uh, I'll just run through this myself, Dave, because I I don't want you to have the in- the indignity of reading these names off incorrectly. Uh, I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I will do that, but I'll do it myself. Uh, we have a three way tie for ninth. Uh, Pog Fantasy Team, Evan Drummer, PepsiCo, Max Hoy, Clichy's Clean Sheets, Fabio Borges. Oh my God, already back into the top ten. He was a, he was a fixture in the top ten last year. I mean, a, a writer of, of great short fiction and a writer of great fantasy Premier League lineups. So, really well done there, Borges. Uh, Jun Sung Park the Bus, uh, Xavier Meese, uh, N34, Mark Cassander. Uh Toffee FC, Tyler Dudek, Dark Knights. I'm not even listing off where they're ranked, so <laughs> just <laughs> keep in mind these are going up, people. Uh Dark Knights 11 uh mad Junad is in fifth. Um and then we've got a two-way tie for third, here for beer, Jim Duda, uh Miset, which is uh Matthew Miset, a tie for third. Uh, and then number two is Mishu Mich- at De Gea Bar. And I, I finally get the gay <laughs> bar thing. Everyone uh, wrote in on Twitter to tell me how square I am, but I didn't uh, I didn't figure that out last time. Uh, Richard Fox in second. And then FC Ben Salona. Ben Kitt is in first place, 70 points uh, through... Uh, through Sunday's fixtures, and 167 points total. Uh, I have sadly fallen out of the top 50 of the Hail Cheater Super League. Um, mm-hmm. It's very sad. You know, the sad mm-hmm. thing about starting, I, I was, you know, was top 25K uh, after game week one, and now I'm like 160, which is, it's still respectable, but, you know, you want to stay in the 100K if you can. You know, it's like, I feel like my, my dream of a top one, top 100 finish or, you know, some like crazy number, it's like, it's, I
2: need, I need like a big game week three to get myself back in there. I, I never get tired of of your rants about how stupidly hard the the Super League is. It's just it's the most one of the more humbling things. So uh, I, first of all, I appreciate you know uh, we're, we're in a we're in a mini league together, and I appreciate joining that that mini league. And I had a really good week one, and I, was, and I saw I was like second place. I was like I was like oh my god! It's a, you know always cheating. I was like oh my god! I, I can't believe I'm in second place. I realized that was our mini league, and in the Super League, I was like you know. Out of the hundred or something, you know, I was yeah, like this yeah. is ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's
1: the league of league, Dave. I don't know. I don't know how it got so. I don't know how it got so big. I mean, I guess it's you want to you want to play the best, you know. It's <laughs> it's like it's like Poker Stars, you know. Learn chat and play with. No wait, was that was that Full Tilt Poker? Yeah, learn chat and play with the pros. That's our motto. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yep.
3: Motto, uh, I'm
1: all right,
2: with a bunch of sponsorships on my shirt, you just keep...
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a, it's like a NASCAR game over here. Uh Okay, we've got a rant of the week, which uh, comes from Eric Freeman. He says, uh, "I'm using the wild card this week, and I hate myself for it." Uh, which leads right into our FPL philosophy section. This is a new thing we're doing this year, which is uh, some little deeper thinking, some FPL deep thoughts, Dave. Mm. Uh, so I'm I'm I'm, I ju- I'm actually just branding this a section this week. I think last week uh, we just we just did it. The no, Jack now I memorial no. deep thoughts. Yeah, exactly. I need like a little ten second like bumper music around this. Or <laughs> uh, Jordan Elmer says, "I think a wild card is on the table. Should we wait until after the midweek Cup games?" And I'm going to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually make this a, a bigger question, which is, uh, uh, wild carding, uh, how soon is too soon for you? And tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, how, how, when do you typically use your your first half wildcard?
2: Um, well, obviously it depends. I mean, but early sure. is not necessarily bad. Can I ask a really mm-hmm. dumb question first? Sure. Yep. Once you activate your wildcard, can you deactivate it? That is a
1: good question. I th- Like, if you haven't made any transfers yet? Yeah. I think so. I mean, I think if, once you've, like... I, I don't want to answer this and then have someone make, like a couple of transfers and then and then like try to deactivate it. I think that you can do it though. And I know the reverse works because uh, I had a friend once who burned like 32 points making uh, our friend Trevor who uh, like he made like 10 transfers and then forgot to hit the oh, play wildcard
2: button. That's just a Yeah. Cool Someone on the
1: Stoutcast did that
2: last year too. I remember. Fanny yeah. Shady. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was that Andy? I think. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but, but then he actually was able to hit the play wildcard button
2: and um, and then erase that. Yeah. Yeah. Dirt. So the, if yeah. some people do that just to be yeah silly about it. But yeah.
0: yeah so, so tweet us, risky,
2: tweet us with the answer to that question. Someone <laughs> okay. opened a burner account Start their yeah. wild card and 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 figure it out. Tweet at um, Hail Cheaters and and let us know.
1: What's
2: what's your what's your Twitter handle? D uh, Wagner D W E I G N E R. It's the um, Ellis Island mistake spelling of of of, of David. <laughs> is, that, is that right? I'm so. By the way, just just full full disclosure. I'm not the manager of, Hudd- of Huddlesfield. Huddersfield. I just butchered that too. That's
1: true. And I even made a. Dave, I even said Dave Wagner is a wizard earlier on on Twitter. So it sounded like I was, I was praising you in advance of this podcast. It is amazing. I, I don't want to get too off top. I want to get back to this wildcard thing. But uh, I mean, six points from two for Huddersfield is pretty darn impressive. Yeah. I mean, they, they might stay up. It's, it's amazing.
2: Well, the way Newcastle's going, and some other guys, yeah. Um, for sure. So, so wildcard. So let me answer yeah. the other question. Um, you know, never too soon. I mean, in some ways, it's. It's when you have the right amount of information, I suppose. So if you think you know, you can see some trends with a few guys and you wildcard and you bank all those, you know, valuable points that you're going to get because you see that these um, bunch of players are going to score more than the crap team you have now, then then yeah, it's going <laughs> to be worth it. Um, it's just, you know, making sure it's just with this silly transfer window still open and, you know, some you know still surely, with games to go yeah, but
1: surely you'd want to wait until after the transfer window closes if if at all possible
2: I I think that would be a good a good goal yeah
1: yeah I mean yeah I'm trying to think of how bad the, I mean the problem is we, I, there's a kind of a unique problem this this very season which is uh there are two extremely expensive midfielders who have not rejoined their squads yet well I mean they, they've rejoined the squads but they're not they're not match fit yet and you have in uh, Eden Azard and Alexis Sanchez. Now these are not players that I'm necessarily planning to get in right away, but I certainly want the opportunity to tinker during my wild card with bringing in one or one or both of those players. Yep. Um, you know, and it's. I, I mean, I guess you can kind of do it without a wild card, but it's so. Tr- I mean, I, right now it's like I guess I could go Kane to Mooneye. And that would free up $6 million. For, you know, I mean, there are ways to do it, but there's nothing better than having a week with a wild card. I mean, I, I actually like yeah. to do my wild cards around international breaks if I can, so I actually have two weeks to to tinker with things a little bit, and yep. I can see if anybody gets injured over a break. Uh, yeah, so I think I, I would definitely wait until at least after the 30... How, how many days are there in August? 31? Uh, after the 31st is over, just, just to be safe. Um, but, yeah, I mean, sometimes you need it. I mean, I actually think, you know, our... The unspoken uh, the other half of the Hail Cheaters uh, squad, I think Brandon is like probably gonna he might pull the wild card sugar after game week two. I think he might need to, <laughs> to tinker with things a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but now he's probably gonna angrily uh, respond on Twitter and tell me how wrong I am.
2: Yeah. Well I mean we like yeah. we talked about last time I was on, you know, it's almost worse to be stubborn sometimes and yep. Not not take action. So it it does depend. But I mean don't don't beat yourself up if you, I took I did a wild card game week two. A couple of years ago, it worked. Yeah, I, I did too. Um, yeah, I think maybe three years ago I
1: did it. And it definitely, it was actually one of my best seasons. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's there's no hard and fast rule. I I do think that there are enough players who are injured right now. I mean, you have Coutinho too, who's a you know, 9 million player. Um, he might even be down to 8.9 at this point. Uh, I can't remember. Um, who you might want to add to your squad, you know, if he comes back. I mean, all these players with their fake injuries, right? I mean, we'll see who's actually healthy, you know, comes come September one. Uh, and things are really going to look different. And, I mean, you know, Chelsea still may have some moves to make as well. So, um, yeah, I think I would wait until, um, you know, game week four yeah, at least. I think my just, problem
2: just is, say. and, you know, I'm a professional podcaster, so I probably shouldn't say this, but I don't really have Two-time a... time
1: podcaster. Yeah,
2: I mean, and, and you know, I, we have all these listeners waiting with bated breath for our advice, but I don't really have a feel for about 90% of the league right now. You know, it's just, mm. it's it's tough, so... You know, I know obviously there's certain targets, you know, the, you know, double up on Man U would be great. And, you know, some, you know, we have some sense of defense now, but it's still like, yeah. who knows some of the, I mean, after two games of just wild, crazy stuff happening, it's just.
1: It's a really good point. I mean, everyone was on Mooney, uh, or, excuse me, Mooney uh, after game week one, he blanks in game week two. Uh, everyone was transferring Chicharito out in game week one. He gets a brace in game week 2 Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, really really tricky. I mean, you know, Marcus Alonso you know, picks up zero points uh in game week one and was it sixteen points today? Mm. So yeah, it's it's definitely hard to get a, a total read and everything. Mm. Um yeah, what a game for him, right? He like filled up the he filled up the stat sheet. I think he had a yellow card as well. beat <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, two goals. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll get right into our um, our, our our deep dive uh, of game week.
0: Same old podcast, always all
1: right, Dave, we're back, and before we get into our deep dive uh, heading into game week three, I want to talk about starting eleven. Now, you you had your first starting eleven experience uh, this weekend. Tell me about that.
2: Yeah, uh, so it was it was fun. So I like. It's fun to step away from your keeper team, if you will, FPL right. classic and starting eleven. You can put in just sort of where where the good matchups are that week. So I was excited because we just talked about it, like, all right, well I think Salah's gonna score the most this week. So I was very excited to captain him in my starting eleven. <laughs> and take a punt. Uh-huh. What was interesting right. about starting eleven, and I'm just learning it, but I, but you can make substitutions, right? on the fly and they alert you on your phone they're like hey this guy didn't start or he's getting subbed out you might you might want to sub him so that's helpful so i captain saw saw he wasn't starting so i was like all right i'll sub went to la gazette then he was blanking and then i subbed in (laughs) walcott so starting 11 i had the i had the trifecta of captain blanks my first week so that was pretty exciting (laughs) It's just really comprehensively not your game week. <laughs> it? it was like a new humbling experience in fantasy. So thank you, Starting Eleven.
1: Uh, so Starting Eleven, a uh, daily fantasy app. Uh, you can download it uh, in your iTunes store or in the um, in the Android store or whatever your whatever your uh, phone store is. Uh, but it's uh, Starting Eleven.io is where you can uh, learn more about it. Uh, we had um, uh, we had a, we had an interview on uh, like two episodes ago. We actually kind of did a deep dive into Starting Eleven. So if you want to hear more about it, you can go there. Uh, I had a kind of a, a mixed bag of a weekend. Uh, I did. I did end up captaining Lukaku, and that worked out. You, I beat you in our head-to-head too, so I was happy about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Today, I, I, I did another matchup and um, didn't go so great. I, it was some heavy investment in the uh, in the Spurs back line, and um, mm-hmm. kind of. I, I, I guess I just wasn't expecting that kind of Chelsea. Uh, that kind of mobilized Chelsea front right i mean they were they really like they they looked fantastic as as a unit yesterday
2: yeah they're fine <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen, I, I know Chelsea lover, but I mean, you have to admit that the, whatever kind of like squad pride they have, it's, it's no, I, no
2: matter who the manager is, there's something about that. Squad. That's the thing. It's, it's so I'll, I'll be a homer and say, it reminds me of sort of like the Patriots teams of a few years ago when they didn't have their best stuff, but they're just a professional elite team. And even though they're hurt and they have weird lineups and they're starting seven defenders, they just make it happen. They make it work. And I, I respect yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. And, um, so anyway, so if you want to, you can actually challenge
1: uh, the Cheaters. Uh, we, we, we're doing head-to-head matchups uh, on the weekends, and you can play us on Saturday or Sunday going into game week three. Uh, just message us, um, hailcheaters at gmail.com, uh, or just find us on Twitter, uh, which is uh, hailcheaters um, is our is our handle, uh, or facebook.com slash alwayscheating. We're on all those places. And uh, once again, if you want to listen to that uh, podcast interview with Thomas Braun, that's, I think, three episodes ago. I think it's 87. So
2: uh, check it out. And you get, one last thing, you get points. Yeah. This is important. You get points for shots, not just goals. Yes. Shots on target and off target. So I think we were just saying that, you know, Ericsson's probably a god in this game. He really
1: is. I I think Pogba as well, actually, is really.
2: (laughs) Pogba shines. Uh,
1: All right. Key questions for uh, after game week two, going into game week three. uh, We didn't get as many questions about Man United as I was expecting, but I I, I do want to talk about Man United for a minute. First question we can actually we can we can dispense with quickly, I think, which is uh, Tashi uh, C says, uh, Lukaku going to score every game. I don't want him on my team.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you you, it was a good reading of that. tweet I really really (laughs) tried to put some put some mustard mustard behind it. I loved it. It was good. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry you don't want Lukaku on your team. I don't know what you have against Lukaku. I don't know what what you have against United, Um, but he looks like he could score every game. He could score 40 goals this year. I mean,
1: you know, I, I, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility that he could score 40 goals. I mean, it would
2: just take a couple of games where he had, like, a hat trick. He plays he the full have. 90. He's, uh, I mean, one thing was, was it, uh, was, I'm, I'm forgetting, was it Rashford or Martial was, like, up front a lot almost, like, more than him for, like, the first half, but yeah. he's just going to get something. He's going to get a poacher's goal. He's going to get something.
1: It's, yeah, it's true. I mean, and he actually looked a little better when Rashford. Rashford has to like, Rashford, Rashford's going to slow his role a little bit, mm-hmm. or he's going to like, he's going to lose his spot to Marshall because he's 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 going to pass it a little bit more. I feel like there are a few opportunities in the first half where, uh, where he didn't quite initiate the the attack as well as he could have. I mean, he, I mean, he's so fast, and I I really like Rashford, but I think yeah. that he. Um, it's like he. I feel. Like, I wonder if he's trying to prove himself a little bit. I, I don't know. I just felt still. like
2: he's pressing. He was. Yeah. I like was high on him last year, but he, it looks like he hasn't progressed at all, which is not good for young. Yeah, yeah. It's and I. I really think that I wonder if Marshall is just a
1: better fit with mm-hmm. with that squad. Uh, and once you do,
2: like once you-, you do two like chip attempts that don't work, like one is like okay, but then the second one you're just okay. off the team. So it's yeah. unless you. salah. on thin ice. Sala. Unless you have Salah running behind to to you know clean up your mess, it's yeah, not gonna work. Or Bayi with uh, a flying high kick to put it through or something.
1: Let me let me pro- propose a possible transfer that I might make this week to you, Dave. Yeah. Uh, actually, I I could make two transfers and this so I could actually move I could do KDB to um, KDB to Pogba. And then I could turn Danilo into Marcus Alonso. What do you think about those moves? Uh, Knee-jerky,
2: but good. <laughs> <laughs> That's my professional opinion on that. Yeah, it's great. Pogba is just like someone I was like uh, preseason just being like, he's not going to be on my team. I'm I'm not having Pogba on my team. I like him as a person and a haircut, but I just don't want him on my team. But this really, yeah. I, I this could be his year. He just might light it up. I'd, I don't know what to think about it anymore.
1: Yeah, I well, if these matches had both ended at the 75-minute mark instead of the full 90, we would be looking at, five, you know, three points uh, in each match from Pogba. No, actually, no, excuse me, because he got an assist at the, at the halfway point um, and not a, after he hit the crossbar. Uh, but he really, he's come alive at the end of both matches, you know, picked up the goal at the end of game week one and then picked up, what was it, the a goal and another assist in like the last 10 minutes of that game. So yeah, I mean, I, I still wonder if Mikatarian is the better player in that so, squad.
2: Yeah. So great. So we have to talk about this. So Mikatarian All right. So Pogba explosive, I think full 90 explosive player. All right. Mkhitaryan plays. Here's the arguments for him. He plays farther up front. He has, is blowing away the underlying stats for assists per game. Like, he's just yeah. a god with assists. Yeah. And he is near the top in underlying bonus points. So before you do goals assist the underlying bonus points, he's like right. near the top of right. that table too. So it's one of those it's kind of reminds me of like the Alonzo versus Azpil- Azpilicueta decision last year, like, do you want the explosive goal score or the bonus point magnet? And McTarney right. has the assist potential and goal potential too. So I don't know. It's, it's really a toss up, but Pogba just looks like, whoo, I mean, very, he wants it. Very...
1: Yeah. It's if he, if he, if he stays like if he, if he wants it this bad all season, then he's probably the better player. Mm-hmm. Cause it looks like he's, cause you know, he's going to play the full 90, right? Like every match and, uh, I mean, he's going to play like every game, right? He's going to play like every yeah. Champions 90, game, every, every game. That's huge. Though. Every game. That's huge. I yeah. mean, for
2: any player, it's yeah. like minutes, you know, is everything. If you're not on the field, you can't score. So,
1: exactly. Yeah. And uh, I'm still. I, I think I'm with you, I'm a vegetarian, but I, I am. I don't know. I, it's a tough call. I think I want one of those two players, and it's really going to be. I mean, it's, it's going to be moot by the time this podcast goes up. But um, so I don't want to linger on it too long. But I. If if KDB doesn't do anything tomorrow, it's gonna be very hard for me not to make, uh, make that move for Man United. Given how strong their fixtures are, given that I would I would free up two million, uh, if I drop KDB. So yeah, um, I think
2: I think the bottom line with the decision right now is I I don't think there's a clear cut between Mctarian and and Pogba. Um, you know, go with your guts, your team, have fun with it. Um, whoever you're more happy with, the KDB. I think even if he does have a return tonight. The problem with him is it's too much money for someone you can't captain. Right? Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it really is the problem. Right? I mean it's and that actually might ultimately be the problem with Kane as well. If you if you're just going to captain Lukaku every That's true week. too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh so many decisions. Mm-hmm. I mean I would love to free up 22.5 million by dropping uh Kane and and uh KDB so Well, we're going to have to I work mean, was... a
2: Hazard or Sanchez, one of those guys at some point, so <laughs>
1: You would think, right? I mean, I mean, it's it's amazing how none of us. I mean, I guess it was partially because we all think we all thought he was going to move, and and then he wasn't match fit. But I mean, no one is talking about Alexis Sanchez right now. I mean, the the overwhelming points leader Mm -hmm. last season. (laughs) Yeah, it's elephant. (laughs) The
2: Sanchez elephant in the room seems like
1: and not just not just when he plays to the middle i mean you know by the by the end of last season it was like he figured out how to play in the wing again and he was super dominant so that's a good it's,
2: point yeah he was good Both you know, actually I, he was almost worse when he was like up top in the middle it's like it was just too much he, he had a like he started strong remember he had that
0: west Ham yeah. game
1: where he had like the you know three goals and two assists or whatever uh and then yeah then he kind of faded like he always does because he plays too hard and playing every match. He's not a poacher. Uh, He's
2: not like a you know. He doesn't play that like sort of lingering like sniper poacher thing. He needs a he needs a good right. runway, a good head start. Which is why I think he, which is why I think he and Lacazette
1: could really play well together. You know, I think that Lacazette yeah, I mean, is. That's a good point. He could really you know he can he, he'll be there to, to pick things. But I actually think that can help both players. You know, I don't think that one one you know one player's fantasy value is going to affect the other. It, it it'll only help I think.
2: But don't you love how there's like this prototypical see. like. Premier League player that you know it's just gonna be good because they're just so gritty and just are like crazy and like, you know they just go 100 miles an hour. You're like, yeah, it's like Salah, yep, Lacazette, yep. It's like, <laughs> like yeah,
1: it's it's not true. And he, you know, he, he actually that goal should have counted that he scored uh, yesterday. That's right, he scored we a have, goal.
2: Yeah, he scored a goal. Yeah,
1: he did score a goal. And I'm 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 in deep denial about yesterday's match as an Arsenal fan. I, I don't really know, what, you know, we barely brought it up so far. Mm. Uh, it is maybe the first time we brought it up in the whole podcast. Uh, but yeah I think um, yeah and someone was like well it was his only chance but I was like well that's that's what a striker is I mean they get maybe you know it's all about your conversion you know I mean if you can get if you get one chance and you score then you have done your job you know I mean they just they're not on the ball that much so you know yeah, yeah. I mean I mean Kane is of course but yeah. Kane's kind of a you know, and this is probably exception. looking
2: a little too far ahead for people still sweating wild cards but game week four Arsenal have uh, was it Bournemouth at home, let me see here, Bournemouth at home, and the other fixtures, not so hot for the top teams, so, yeah, Arsenal, and then, then they have Chelsea away in West Brom, so not uh, mixed, (laughs) mixed fixtures on them, on Arsenal and Liverpool away, you know, so, but it could be a punt, um, a little bit, you know, Lacazette's lurking, Ramsey is at a lot of chances, (laughs)
1: um, so, yeah. uh, he, yeah, Ramsey Ramsey actually probably should have scored yesterday as well. Mm-hmm. Um and that and that ball in for Monreal in the first half. Uh all right, so Harry Kane and Spurs, this is the the next uh next topic. Uh Josh Wilson says uh two questions here, I'm just gonna read them both off. Uh Josh Wilson says, How long do you give Kane before you trade? Uh and uh Routaj, uh RMF RMCF says Isn't Trippier at fi- trippier
2: trippier. Not, no, not trippier trippier.
1: It's very hard to see the IER and not and not say it that way. <laughs> right. I know. Uh Trippier at 5.4 a must have now. Well,
2: the, the So let's take the let's take The, the first really one. bad thing is it's the Munier and then Trippier. I know, exactly. That's just wrong. Well, um, it is. It's, so here's you know. the thing with Harry Kane is he's going to score next week. Lock it in. It guaranteed he's going to score next week. All right. But then, sort of, what do you do? I mean, Everton away. Well, I mean, that's, uh, whatever. And then Swansea at home. West Ham. Huddersfield. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sheesh. I mean, I, no. I think, uh, I mean, I, he feels still like a keeper to me. But, yeah, the whole Wembley, August voodoo is, is the monkey is still on his back. Um, but he's going to score next week, guys. Don't worry. Lock it in. You know, yeah, it's happening. I- it's I'm I actually sure on the on the uh, the KDB front.
1: Um, I, I think I think I would like to drop KDB at some point. I, I wonder if I need to move if I need to drop Firmino for someone like Mounier and bring in maybe Salah instead. You know, in that midfield. Mm. And I I don't know. Honestly, we're, we're at a point right now, and I was I was thinking about this um, when I was watching games uh, over the weekend, where there has been there been so many talented acquisitions over the last you know. I don't know, twelve months. Let's say into the into the league that uh, you really just you can't have everybody, and you just have to keep, you have to keep reminding yourself of that because otherwise it's it's so stressful to think about how do I have Salah Hazard, uh, you know, Ali and Erickson, KDB, you know, whoever ultimately wins another starting starting spot at Man
2: City, uh, it just feels like. It's impossible, have it right? While, I mean, and this it, is the game we all hope yeah. for. You know, don't we all get mad and right. it's frustrating when there's a template. We're all like, oh, template, yes. So it's fun. Yeah, this yeah. is what we hope for. We hope to make decisions and look smart. The, just last thing on yeah. Kane, though. I mean, more sh- more shots than Lukaku. More shots in the box. More shots on target. Uh, minutes per attempt is almost double. Like, it's he's, it's it's happening uh,
1: four <laughs> inches four inches away two matches in a row from scoring two goals yeah. right i yeah. mean uh so yeah it's it's a bad luck let's let's call it bad luck and let's not maybe it's maybe he's in his head a little bit i don't know but i mean you know he hit the hit the post both times it's it's, it's pretty hard to do yeah. you know i mean that's like that's practically a goal it's pretty you know was it was like it was like, like it was the outside of the he was post getting I mean, both, both goals. Too. like was yeah physical, he really was yeah, I mean, everyone was getting... It was just a foul festival. This It's amazing there were three goals in that game because typically a game where there's that many fouls, I feel like it's usually like a nil-nil. Uh, and then Trippier, uh, Trippier uh, yeah, I think he's a great option. Uh, I am definitely looking at... I mean, Danilo to Trippier would be a really easy move to make. Um, I could... Um, I've got two transfers, and so I could just do that um, and actually save point one. Uh So I... I love that move, yeah. You know... Yeah, so that's that's probably one of the two moves I make this week. Uh, he looked, you know, I thought he was really attacking. I thought Ben Davies is really attacking too. Uh, the only concern with Davies is whether um, he's going to get dropped for Rose at some point, or maybe they'll rotate or something. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm going to look out for that. It, it, and um, but Trippier is just so good. He had a cross in the preseason in that game in Nashville, I think, to a Kane header that was just sublime he's just so good like it's ridiculous really is. and the point one is that, too, at, the old point one yeah and at, at 5.4 million he's an absolute
1: steal i mean given the fixtures we just talked about i mean he's absolute steal mm-hmm. uh, and, and he's and he's so attacking that you can play him even in difficult fixtures oh 100 you know i mean yeah that awake at everton i mean that's a you, you don't bench him for that yeah. game uh all right so we're done with, we're done with Kane. Oh yeah. So we're done with Kane. We're done with Man United. Uh, let's move on to a few knee jerks. That's what I'm calling this section. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremiah Johnson says,
2: uh, Alonzo, is he still not worth the 7 million? First of all, Jeremiah, terrific straw man argument. Um, lo- love the question. Um, <laughs> yep. But he actually included an emoji of a man made of straw. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it, 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 would, it would be worth it if you did. Um, it's, so before so disagree um or I disagree with your premise um Alonso can make a mockery of 7 million we know that um it's I said before the season that Alonzo was a season keeper for me just if you have to downgrade uh play four at the back it just it makes it's just ridiculous not to have him with the point output that's possible now then and then we saw what Chelsea was doing in the preseason and their shambolic defending. And, you know, if you don't have a defender getting clean sheets, even if he is a trippier Alonso, that's, it's tough. It's, it's, it's painful. Yeah. So I, so I was like, look, early wild call early whoa, wild card. I'll go without him for at least a couple of weeks. You know, there's a lot of other options and we'll see how it goes. Um, and you know, the first week it was like, I was feeling smart about that. And this week, not so much, but I mean, yeah, he's, He's absolutely going to be on my team, I think, for the season, I think, soon. Yeah, I I guess so.
1: I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm just going to have to miss out on those points. I, I just don't know how I can get him
2: in. And Well, this is my question for yeah. you, Josh, because we have similar teams. Yeah. So you played four at the back, yeah. and this is something we a lot of people played with, right, early?
1: I Yeah, I mean, I I don't typically. I, the fixtures lended them. Okay, part of the reason I play four at the back right now is because... I have a pretty top-heavy team with uh, with Kane, Eric, uh, Kane, Erickson, KDB, uh, and, uh, and Lukaku, and Firmino. Uh, it's like, you know, I've got basically, what is it, like 50 million tied up in five players? They're not basically the same. Yeah, exactly. So beyond that, I, I have, you know, I ba- I'm basically rotating to 4.5 million midfielders and Carroll and Terriba Loftus-Cheek. Uh, and I just feel like given that I'm doing that kind of rotation... And those players are not—I mean—they're 4.5 million midfielders. They're not consistent players you expect consistent returns for. Uh, And so I feel like there are more opportunities this year for me to try a four at the back Mm -hmm. um, approach. Uh, And it actually really worked out well for me because the fourth defender that I added um, was Higazi, and he would have probably been my first, uh, my first, the first player on my bench uh, this game week. Um, And instead, I thought I. I feel like my chances are good. I that Burnley-West Brom game felt like a possible nil-nil to me, right? I mean, I think a lot of us probably felt that mm-hmm. way. Uh, and, but I certainly would have... I, that, you know, despite Hagazi's goal in game week one, I certainly felt like Ben Mee had a better chance to keep a clean sheet uh, than Hagazi I mean, just given uh, how good Burnley were at home last year, um, I'm still not totally... Sh- I mean, okay, they've, they have two clean sheets in a row, so I feel better about West Brom now. But, I mean, it's weird how bad they looked in the preseason and how good they were looking last year. so far. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and last year, for that matter, uh, and now they're looking at another, you, know, you know, I mean, six points from two, you know. Well, it's... my
2: question, well, we all know we know clean sheets can be a little bit of a roulette too. Is this? Do you did you make that as call as well because of the whole like wing back revolution type thing going on?
1: Yeah, I guess I would. I mean, it's it's funny because those players, me and. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I mean the reason I have Danilo is because he's a fullback and I just felt you know, I thought uh, my my plan had always been to bring in Danilo and move him into Trippier and and around game week 3 or 4 whenever Trippier came back. Um but, you know, I, I just think there's good value in the 4.5 million center back area right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're the game has basically figured out that you you price the full you, you price the fullbacks at a higher rate mm-hmm. and then you and then you go 0.5 million cheaper for the for the center backs, but I mean, 4.5 million for a Burnley you know, center back just felt like a good price to me. Um I don't know. Yeah, I mean I, I have De Gea right now too. I mean my my defense is I've got I've got Ryan Bertrand too, so obviously i I did I did do the upgrade there. I paid the extra point five to upgrade. Um I guess it would have been Yoshida or Stevens for Bertrand. Yeah, that was a good move. Um, I think that was right. I think so. I mean I got two bonus points at game week one. Um obviously Yoshida picked up, you know, um did he? I think he might have vultured a bonus point actually too in that. I think he might have ended up on five points with the um, with the late assist for that penalty win.
2: Yeah, so I'm, I'm through with a similar problem because I have the big I have Kane Lukaku Firmino KDB Salah. And I actually have De Gea and goal. This is the first time I've actually had a big goalie. So, you know, thank you to actually uh, Brandon, I think, for really influencing my decision there. But then I yeah, have what yeah. I what I'm calling the midfield poo poo platter of Ward prowse uh-huh. Atsu and Carroll. Um, yep, yep. and yeah, and I kind of want to go four at the back. Like I, I don't like bringing Alonzo and just go four at the back. <laughs> it's it might be the way to go. I mean,
1: th- so like kind of you know two or th- like two expensive midfielders, one you know mid price midfielder, and Aaron Moy perhaps, yeah. uh, and then four and then four at the back. I mean that's that's not a bad
2: move. He looks. so I'm I can't go much. Not one shot today. I
1: can't go much cheaper in my midfield. That's though. well. I this mean, is the
2: argument I, against his it's a weird argument yeah. maybe, but it's just like, well, you're just spending 4.5 and just binging it. And it's just, yeah, but <laughs> you know, it's, it's like you said, it's a value thing of what's on the field at the same time. So I don't know. It's, it, it's a tough call. I mean, part of it is if I just, if I can just resign
1: myself to not having any man city players, then, uh, then it makes my decisions a lot yep. easier because yep. That's they're, what, they're all so expensive.
2: yeah, yep. Good call. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> I'm like I I'm on point today you know maybe it's because I'm I got a I got a confidence boost even though I didn't bring Aaron Moy in I got a confidence boost from just talking him up so much in the last week yep. podcast I mean I like that podcast like might as well have been the moy cast I spent like 30 minutes talking about like I was like I was like Hamlet like debating what to do between WordPress and Moy uh and in the end I, I didn't end up making the transfer uh and you know I mean Moy looked he looked like we thought he was, you know, and he, I mean, he's, he, I just, I love, I love to have a midfielder or, or forward, I guess, uh, on a smaller squad where everything runs through yeah. them, you know, where they're just like the the fulcrum of the team, um, because they're typically great. But, I mean, look at like Snodgrass last year is the best example of this, you know, we're it just, it's, you know, I actually, I don't know. Do you know
2: who's on pens for Huddersfield? Uh, they're not sure yet. So it could have been a uh, defender. Uh, Lua or, or ints? We're not sure. Yeah. Okay,
1: gotcha. But so, so it's not Moy. He's probably probably not. not
2: could be, but, but we don't know yet. Yeah, it's a little bit of a big question. Okay, gotcha. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah so um, all right. Well, let's move on to the, the lots. I don't know what to do with my midfield yet, and I'm going to spend like the next five days. Thankfully, I've got a vacation coming up, so I'm going to make my move, and then I'm going to go to Florida and and let the you know let the chips fall where they may. I like it. Leo Howell says, I already went out and got Hesse. Reassure me that I'm right or convince me that I've made a mistake.
2: I like the move. Um, you know, got a couple of Spaniards coming to the game. Hesse and um, Joselu, as I pronounce it, on Newcastle. Uh, yep. Yep, I think um, so. yep. So, you know, the Spaniards are, are good at soccer. Um, the one thing <laughs> I would say about that move though, is you got West Brom, United, newcastle chelsea uh so fixtures could be better <laughs> yep, yep, <laughs> three of the yep. best defenses in yeah. the league um so yeah don't so maybe temper your expectations but um he looks quality and and good value for the price i think for the season so yeah, yeah. of
1: all of the reclamation projects that they've undergone uh the last <laughs> few years he, he he seems like he might be the best one of a lot yeah. i mean I, th- I think we might expect better than Bojan returns yeah. or Bojan, however you however you say it. I'll that go Bojan name.
2: and Shaqiri. The,
1: yeah, yeah. Now Shakiri is injured, which is kind of annoying. Shakiri I, I was so excited when he joined the league. I've, I've just been so disappointed in, in what we've seen. Yeah, I was high on him too. Yeah. Um, as a fellow short guy, I just I wanted more. <laughs> uh, Brandon Kelly, I think he's a, a first-time question asker. Uh, says uh, any Bournemouth hot takes uh, apart from them being not very good right now.
2: Uh, well, Josh, I, I'll I'll spin this question to you. Have you watched uh, a minute of of uh, Bournemouth this year?
1: I watched. Uh, I, I was double screening uh, at the bar yesterday, so I, I did see
2: some Bournemouth Watford. Okay. It was not
1: the main. It was not the main feed. I was
2: watching. Okay. Wow. Well, so, uh, what was your take on uh, Richarlison or <laughs> Richarlison? Uh, <laughs>
1: Okay, he actually looks yeah. pretty
2: good. I mean,
1: yeah, he's he's got a kind of a like a streamlined look. Yeah, you know, he's like he looks he looks fast. Okay, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to I don't know what to think about Bournemouth uh, or Richarlison for that matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the I guess I feel like I dodged a bullet not bringing
2: in a Bournemouth defender. That's that that's how I'm feeling right now. Do I have one on my team? Yeah, I think I I was I talked myself out of that as well. I mean, we all love Josh King. we have a soft spot in our hearts sure. for for him, sure. but i don't yeah I don't see any and nothing jumps out of me right now at Bournemouth i don't
1: yeah know. i read a, I read a Stats Bomb article in the off season about Josh king that that dissuaded me from bringing him in um and they were just they i mean it was just like it was you know he kind of basically it was it was the classic uh unsustainable you know um you know goal scoring from shots on target things like that or, like or it just, could have been the one bullet you know, point
2: he was reclassified yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. I mean, he's kind of a tempting. pro what is he? 7 million, Seven million, seven point five million. He's kind of tempting at that price. Maybe I don't know. Uh, but I mean, and once once Defoe plays, he's basically back to being a midfielder, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Like a exactly. Break, yeah. 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 Or, yeah, he scores sixteen goals again, or whatever he did. I, I so the one exception to this rule that that you'd have to point out is Ake, that he somehow got a bonus point even without a clean sheet. So, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's pretty pretty nasty. So,
1: I thought I thought Begovic looked pretty good the the couple of times I looked over and watched, but uh, I still think he's not bad value at four point five million. But yeah, I mean Ryan Fraser that was kind of a hot pick. I, I don't think that's I don't think yeah. that's happening. Yeah, uh, that's all I have to say about Bournemouth. That team kind of depressing. And they me got right City now. and Arsenal next, so let, let's let's put a hold on yeah, Bournemouth <laughs> investments. Put a hold on <laughs> Bournemouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh final question this is a good one a good one to end on uh richie fpl says new cheaper options after game weeks one and two to consider so who are who are some value options that you're that you're looking at you know, after the first well, oh i weeks? mean
2: boy <laughs> right, right now i mean right Jeez. Right, um right. Uh, let me look at my sheet do you, uh, as as i look it up do you want to pick out a couple too
1: yeah. Um, well, okay. I mean, I think we could talk about the Huddersfield defense mm. a little bit. Uh, I mean, you know, there's there's Zanka, who is uh, you know picked up a, an assist and a bonus point in game week one, uh, picked up another clean sheet. Um, Lossel, the um, the 4.5 million keeper for Huddersfield, uh, also played really well today. Um, I I think Higazi. I mean, it looks. I, I I was a little wary of recommending Higazi too much. Uh, well, I'm still a little wary of recommend, recommending, over yeah. recommending him, I guess, because there's still a chance that, I guess, Evans could maybe take his spot if he actually comes back. If he doesn't go to City, uh, if McCauley comes back, he might take that spot. But I, I'm starting to think that Agazi might be, uh, might be a player that. I mean, I guess Wimmer might come too. So there is a, there's like, you know, I. I don't know. I feel like he's like, he's a player who might either be one carded in or out by a lot of managers. And yeah, two weeks.
2: just, just the name alone. I was like, who is this guy? This is a crazy punt. Like this is, this is not real. And sure enough, I'm just going to be punished <laughs> week after week. You know, the two, uh, yeah. two former Hull city defenders. I mentioned, uh, Robertson on Liverpool, uh, and then McGuire. Yep. So he's, he's a hot one. He's 5.0. It's not really a cheapo, I would say, but,
1: Well, we talked about Boy and Richarlison a moment ago. Richarlison is uh, Mm -hmm. 6 million, and he scored uh, two game weeks in a row. Um, Or actually, no, I'm sorry. I picked up an assist in game week one and uh, scored today. Uh, Looked pretty good. I I wonder if he's still getting some some minutes. Um, Like, he's still getting some game time under his belt, because he he only played 41 minutes last week. He played 79 this week, so he might be uh, one to keep an eye out for. Xhaka, I am not a fan of. I, I was surprised by how many transfers in there were. I mean, I... I mean, first of all, that guy makes like catastrophic mistakes in every game, <laughs> uh, like two game weeks in a row. I mean, Wenger singled him out after game week two for the mistakes that he made. So, I mean, he his his spot actually might be under um, might be at risk as well. Um, but yeah, I think Aaron Moy, five point five billion, um, just he actually he didn't score a ton in the um, in the championship last year, but he has a pretty good goal scoring record in mm-hmm. Australia. Uh, so I, I, you know, I think that he has capability of, 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 you know, getting a few goals this season, uh, along with, I think where what his main strength is, is going to be, which is, which is assists.
2: The only other thing, uh, Okazaki, I think we have to mention 5.5, sure, 5, yeah. scored a couple of goals. It appears he had two shots on target and he scored them both. So probably unsustainable and he has some bad pictures coming up, but, Five point five enabler. <laughs> We're always looking out for that. So, um. what do you think? What do
1: you think about uh, Harry Harry Maguire and Christian Fuchs are mm-hmm. both five million. Uh, I guess you also have Danny Simpson at four point five. Uh, of those three, who do you who do you most like right now? I mean,
2: Maguire has come out yeah, hot. Simpson was really good last year. And he, Simpson, I remember, I thought was like a bonus point type magnet too. If I remember, maybe I'm wrong about that. Yeah, he, had a, he had a bad year okay. last
1: year. And I think that's why his, his price before, is down. Maybe, yeah, He
2: always, yeah, I always like Simpson. Um, but I, I didn't see the McGuire goal. Um, but, yeah, yeah, lesser fullbacks. They, they can be money.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Fuchs at $5 million, I think, is, is really good value uh, long-term. Uh, I mean, I guess I, I just, I would rather have Fuchs or Simpson over, over McGuire. I mean, McGuire is ultimately a center back, and I just, given that you can get folks for the same price. I yeah, like I think I would folks. too. They
2: got United away and then Chelsea at home next. So I'm um, either, if you're on the wild card, just plan to rotate um, or, or just hold off yeah, for now. But it probably wants to monitor, I'd say.
1: I think so too. I mean, that whole, that whole Leicester squad is full of pretty good value. Um, just all over the place. And even, even, uh, even, even, um, uh, Jimmy Vardy at $8.5 yeah. millions, You know, he, he looks, looks scary, man. Affordable. Yeah, he's like, whoa. It's like, Vardy's back. Yeah, he looks just... Yeah, and Mahrez,
2: uh picked up uh, two assists and some bonus points. It was Retro. like old times. Yeah, one more is... Uh, uh, do we think <laughs> John, uh, Jones on United 5.0? If he keeps playing, kill Jim.
1: Yeah, I know. I I wonder if I'm undervaluing him a little bit. Uh, I I definitely did last week's podcast. I mean... If he lacks in the spot, then yeah, I think he is good value. I mean, what are you? Th- what do you think about Jones? I mean, he's brittle.
2: <laughs> Straw man yeah, emoji. Um, that's that's the problem. Is he's just gonna, he's gonna break. Um... But that's good value for United defense. It's going to he st- sticks on. So. All
1: right, that's enough questions. Let's take one last break, and we'll get into uh, our short game week three preview.
0: Same old podcast, all, all
1: right, Dave, game week three preview. Uh, so we've got uh, we've got fixtures on Saturday and Sunday this game week. Uh, we're, we're heading into an, another international break after game week three. It feels like.
2: It feels too yeah, soon it does not it. a fan not a, a fan of schedule no not a fan <laughs> transfer window yeah, they should really just they should
1: just take they should really just take those players out and then just have these like crazy game weeks where you're missing like every international player and you have to like cop oh it you mean like the mls <laughs> yeah like ml exactly mls style but like and i feel like the, the the fantasy game would just have to give you like an extra two transfers mm. or something uh yeah national yeah. break it would That's some strategy uh, so transfers plan for this week. I talked a little bit about, I, I think I'm going to replace James Ward-Prowse and I'm probably going to replace Danilo. Uh, the only reason I wouldn't replace Danilo uh, is just if, if, you know, if Mendy looks like, if, if he has a setback or something, um, you know, I, I think most likely Danilo's going to go,
2: right? Because he was, he was kind of brought in to be like a, a jack of all trades. Yeah, I, I almost had I mean, him. I had the exact of... same thought. I brought in Davies and now I'm kind of stuck with him.
1: In a good way, so it's like, okay, well, cool. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, Davies, uh, that's, I mean, exactly. worked out great in yeah, game week no, one, no, so. No. And, uh, I feel like you have to just, like, keep that stuff in mind, too, because it's it's like Higazi. I mean, you know, if you get the 15 points, it's, you're good, you know? It's like, who cares what <laughs> else happens, you know? It's, I mean, sure, I mean, if you get, like, zero points or one point for five game weeks in a row or something, but you just want to bank one huge score, you know? And then it totally justifies yep. the move. You can always, you can always transfer them out. Uh, so uh, what are you thinking about this week?
2: Well, I think, as you know, Kane's going to score, so that's going to be fun. Probably a Captain Lukaku <laughs> to be safe. Um, I'm,
0: yeah. Do you have oh, more yeah, to... I'm sorry,
2: we're just talking. I was just random thoughts about this week. But transfer-wise, yeah, <laughs> KDB's on the chopping block. I just just need to free up some funds. I am very, very much on the fence about Salah. I, I mean, okay. I, he's got to play against Arsenal. I mean, it'd be ridiculous. And then they have Bournemouth at home next. Yeah. Y- he can't um, go anywhere. Oh, no, wait. Is it away? Sorry. I'm looking at the wrong one. Oh, sorry. Then they have City. Ooh. But then they have Burnley at home. <laughs> and then Leicester, Newcastle. So, a little bit mixed fixtures. but I I, can't, I, I think he's going to start playing. I don't think he's a ro- as much a rotation risk as even though we had that setback. He's just so good. I, I'm just really... Want to keep them, but it's hard.
1: I think you said you said it at the top of the podcast. It was just you know it's four fixtures in in eight days yeah. or whatever it is. You know, I mean that he had to rotate a little bit. I mean, I, I guess I'm hoping that Firmino
2: doesn't play at midweek, um, or otherwise Ooh, maybe he's I mean, a rotation no, risk. I just, I mean, midweek. I think they're going to throw the kitchen sink at Arsenal though, and that's just a big game.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. true.
2: Arsenal's too big of a match. So, yeah, yeah. And so Arsenal I've, need to It's tough. So KDB and then upgrading Ward Prowse to. Moyi maybe is 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 on the cards, but I also want to get you know get a United, um, so that looks to be sort of the the obvious move right now.
1: Yeah, it would be. I, I'm not going to burn four to do this, but if I were to burn four this game week, it would be uh, it'd be Danilo to um, to Trippier, and then it would be uh, KDB to probably Mkhitaryan, and then it would be uh, James ward prowse yeah. probably Des Moy. And then I would actually have two million... And then we'd and have exactly the same, same
2: team. And we could hold hands. Right. And...
1: <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, I'm not going to burn four to take out KDB. Uh, that's, you know, I mean, especially, you, you know, playing Bournemouth in Game Week 3. Uh, I mean, I, I can certainly stick with KDB yeah. for one more
2: Game Week, no matter what that's happens. True. Uh, that's true. Know, and, tomorrow. yeah, could come good.
0: Um, yeah.
2: And then, I mean, Alonso is just... It's sticking in my craw because I was I was on record as saying he's a season keeper, he's a he's like he's a he's worth the yeah. money, and I'm and I was like oh early wild card and what what I what I ended up doing though was I had I had Alonso and William right and then I had Kane, and I think maybe an extra spur and then I looked at the schedule and I said wait a second they're playing each other game week two, yeah. it's kind of dumb to have like quadruple guys defense you know double defense playing each other yeah. and offense in one game so that was like my whole rationale yeah you're like yeah you're like oh was <laughs> gonna score two goals in the game. exactly it's, it's it's that would never happen so that was my whole thing of like it's just it's weird to start the year with that on the schedule with like four guys and two defense and not and two offense in the same match so that was my whole rationale but now i have to yeah. burn four to bring him in and then and then I don't think I can afford Pogba or Mkhitaryan anymore, which is really painful. It's like.
1: Yeah. I feel like the motto for this year is you just you can't ever. Yeah. And, I, and then
2: I kind of want, I want to double finest, up on Spurs too, because I think they're going to do well next week. So I want either Ali or Ericsson. And I'm either of those guys either. So yeah, it's yeah. tough right now. Yeah. It's that's, that's tricky.
1: Yeah. The, it's kind of like there's, there's no way to make that work without KDB going, is there? It's just that he's the key that kind of. Yeah, opens up a yeah. lot of them. And having the abilities. big front
2: lines is tricky, too, with Firmino. Yeah. It makes it even trickier.
1: So just looking at the uh, the fixtures for Saturday, um, there's a couple of interesting matches here. Uh, Crystal Palace Swansea, I think uh, Ruben Loftus- Loftus-Cheek is going to make his way back into my my starting 11 for the game week. And, uh, yeah, Bournemouth City, I mean, I think that City will will, will handle them. I, I don't expect um, you know, 3-1 Bournemouth uh, 3-1 mm-hmm. City, seems about right like that uh southampton should be an interesting match i mean just just from a uh just
2: given huddersfield's form so far this season i i wonder if they i wonder if they could a find weird a weird match was it very jarring to you when i think the commentators even said this it was like when huddersfield and newcastle they're like well, this is a championship match <laughs> it's just like it was a track meet yeah. and then it was kind of just kind of long balls and it was kind of weird and then you watched you know Spurs Chelsea and you're like whoa like this feels like a different league like it was very jarring yeah. it really was yeah. and not just because they're playing at Wembley you know
1: it was just, yeah as if to like heighten yeah exactly the contrast it was, it was further, just you know? completely
2: polar opposites is really weird so in some way in some sort of weird way that yeah what you mean the Southampton Huddersfield that's you know if you're an FPL like crack addict like we are that's an interesting match for that reason just because it's
1: there's just some glorious, some glorious pure <laughs> watches that take place at 10 o'clock on set. I mean, Chris Bell, Chris Bell Swansea, Huddersfield Southampton, Newcastle West Ham, and Watford Brighton. I mean, there's
2: like, there's no heavy handedness. Well, see, this is where I group. think, this is where I could be, this is where I have high hopes. So I actually took a punt on Fosu Menta on pallets. So even though Tammy okay. looked pretty lively okay. for Swansea, they, they're just apathetic offensively. So I think I can get clean sheet there. Yeah. And then Atsu. I mean, West Ham are just like a revolving door. So that could be one where Newcastle actually do something. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: You hope so. I mean, Newcastle yeah. need a win pretty badly. Uh, and then uh, Man U Leicester at 1230. Uh, 1230 in the, on the East Coast anyway. Uh, that's a pretty interesting
2: match. Sure. I'm looking forward to that Another one. Another Lukaku, you know, turn the page on a, on a goal there. It's always interesting. Do you ever, like, um, have, not anxiety, but, you you know, the afternoon game on Saturday for us is a is sometimes a nationally televised game in the United States. And do you ever like kind of like, wow, I really hope it's a yeah. good game. Yeah, I do. I think that all the time. I, I, it, there's something about being a soccer fan
1: in the United States where you like, you, you like become an ambassador yeah. for the game yeah, yeah. a little bit, you know, especially, especially early in the season. I remember last year I had a couple of friends who were texting me in game week one and they were like, oh, I'm just like, I'm who am I? Who, who should I? I think they both had the same mm. question actually, which is who should I root for? And yeah. uh, it's a very hard question to answer. I, I typically say Liverpool, even though I'm not a Liverpool supporter. Because uh, I just, I like, I feel like they're, like, they're kind of upbeat as a fan base. And they sort of, I feel like they know who they are, you know? Like, they're, I don't know. they Like, they're, they're not, like, they're, you know, they're like, let's get the Champions League. Let's, like, let's keep building. Let's keep building the squad. And I feel like with, you know, with, like, Spurs, maybe not Spurs so much, but, like, with, you know, with Chelsea or Man U or Man City... It's just they have to win the league. It's the only way they're going to be happy. You know. Yeah, you want to. You, you don't want to pick
2: higher. too much of a front runner. Yeah, yeah. You would think.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm an Arsenal fan, so I, I, I picked it.
2: You know, I definitely. Well, literally, didn't do when that. I like decided on Spurs, like part of my reasoning was like, I'm a Boston sports fan. I've had a lot of success. I can pick a slightly tormented team and be okay with it. But it turned out to be an awful decision because like I'm not okay with it. I'm just like, damn, this team is really cursed. I feel bad. Like it sucks.
1: They're At least they're fun. They're fun. Yeah, I, they're yeah as an Arsenal fan, I mean that, that Arsenal that Arsenal Stoke game was just so perfect. <laughs> it's just so classic. <laughs> I, they don't, th- those losses don't even hurt anymore. I mean, that, that was just I'd like it's like yeah. water off a duck's back. Uh, Sunday, uh, just I don't, I'm conscious I'm not going on too long here, but we have got uh, Chelsea, Everton, West Brom, Stoke, uh, the morning fixtures, and then uh, Liverpool, oh, Arsenal, Spurs, Burnley, and. uh Mm-hmm. Yeah, Liverpool-Arsenal is a fun one. Uh, I can see a lot of different outcomes there. Uh, I
2: think a 2-2 draw is like my... my oh, yeah, I'm my, feeling my that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to co-sign that one. In Spurs-Burnley, yeah. we're, we're, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do a prediction here. 2-0, Ali goal, Kane goal, Erickson uh-huh. to assist. Boom, lock it down. Wow. Wow, I would. I would take that. I would
1: take that. Because yes, that, that, if Erikson gets two assists, that probably means uh, three bonus points for him too. So I'll take I'll take the, I'll take my twelve. I'm not pointer. guaranteeing
2: the bonus points. That's a black box. I'm not going to touch. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dave, thank you for coming on the podcast uh, once again. Where can people uh, find D you on Wagner, Twitter? It's w-
2: Dweigner. It's a lot of Boston sports, but uh, happy to talk FPL too. All right, excellent. And uh, you
1: can find uh, find us on uh, Twitter. We're at Hail Cheaters. That's H a i l Cheaters. Uh, facebook, we're facebook. dot com slash always cheating. Uh, find us on SoundCloud. Uh, you can email us hailcheaters at gmail.com. and you can still support the podcast on Patreon. Uh, it is not too late to be part of our Survivor League. Uh, the Survivor League is starting at the second international break, so you've got five or six more weeks still to uh, to join up and and take part in that. And Dave, you actually won the Survivor League last year. That's so how I made my name. Fun so if you want
2: to be, you know, world famous, you know, join the join Patreon and get in the Survivor game is pretty fun
1: yeah so you can get to be you can actually appear on the podcast uh you can as it turned out uh we wait maybe we'll hit it off and you'll actually join our <laughs> mini league as dave did uh, you'll get invited to brooklyn it's really like
2: white glove like they roll out the red carpet so it's quite an exclusive club exactly we really
1: really did uh
2: and uh thanks again to
1: uh to fpl stag and to um uh to luke funberg for joining us uh for joining me in uh in, in manhattan yesterday it was a lot of fun to uh, see those guys watch games so uh if anyone's ever traveling to town uh please uh send us a note we'd love to meet you up uh, meet up with you and watch a match um and just finally you can subscribe to the podcast on itunes uh it helps a lot if you're uh, kind enough to leave a review uh you can also subscribe to the podcast on acast stitcher tune in and wherever podcasts are found uh once
2: again dave thanks a lot for uh coming thanks, on the podcast Josh. much cheaters thanks everyone
0: all right.